Hi everyone, so you are here on the Rockstar Mindset Podcast and I'm so pleased that you are here right now. I'm really excited today because I wanted to, for you uh, to meet someone that I really admire for what she's doing. Her name is Laura Di Franco. She's the owner of The Brave in her production, but she's also a holistic physical therapist and a nine-time published author. And this is not the end of it. She's a taekwondo black Belt. So she's helping female healthcare practitioners, healers, and coaches who are ready to build their businesses with the world and to leave a legacy. So, Laura, I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk with you all today. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah, 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 me too. And really, I love what you do just by the words. You know, I was really intrigued at first. So, can you tell us, sorry, can you tell us? A little more about yourself. Well, um, I've been in sort of the healing game for a long time. I've been practicing physical therapy for 30 years. Um, I'm a mom of a college-aged son and a teenage daughter. And um, I started writing probably a lot more in 2008. I decided to open up my own physical therapy practice, but I wanted to educate clients. And so I started blogging and mm -hmm. writing became a huge part of my journey since then. I had, I know a lot of you guys like to journal and I had been a, you know, a journaler since I was a teenager. Um, but so to come to writing later in my life and in my career has been kind of fun. And now I just, I, I get fired up firing other people up about their <laughs> businesses and writing and all of that good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, I think a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, most of the time, they want to write their book, but they don't know where to start. But I love the fact that you're helping the healer, uh, the energy healer, the, the healthcare practitioners, because I know most of the time, you know, their, their purpose and their passion is to heal people. But we never thought about, does they want more of that? Does they want to leave a legacy? And that's why I found your, your, your passion so entering in a certain way because I never thought about it that for example my therapist or my energy healer would like to leave a legacy letter. So my question is where where do you start it? Where do you start to work with entrepreneurs? Is it because you're coming from a family of entrepreneurs? <laughs> I do. And as a matter of fact, it's really interesting. I love that question. Thank you. It makes me really look at my family and, and what amazing people they are. You know, we all have our little uh, complaints about our families, but <laughs> my, my grandparents were entrepreneurs. My dad was an entrepreneur. My mom is also an entrepreneur and my sister is an entrepreneur. Go wow. figure. Right. So I look back at that and I think, oh, well, of course I'm an entrepreneur. I don't know. Maybe it was just sort of a natural uh, thing, you know, that I was born into, but didn't really realize it until a little bit later in my life. <laughs> no, it's great. I love that because sometimes 
when you have this little DNA of entrepreneur, I do think that is helping basically just to take a leap of faith and to give a try to it. And I would like to know because our audience is uh, listening to us right now and I think they're eager to learn. They're eager to, to learn more about what you do. So what would you like to share with them today? Well, I think, you know, the thing that is really burning in me in terms of purpose right now is the getting your words out loud for the world to hear, to share that way. I, I love to talk about getting over the fear of not good enough. I think it's boring at this point because <laughs> what if you could change somebody's life? You know, would you worry about if your words were perfect would you compare yourself if you knew that sharing them would change someone's life? Mm. And so talking about that and helping people through their purpose-driven fears, helping them through to the other side where they can start to share themselves in a way that really impacts other people. And of course, that grows a business. I love that because I met a lot of entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs, who want really to feel more visible but they're really blocked uh, by their fears. Right. Um, right. And I find it so interesting because most of the time when you turn things around for your fear, you can see that your fear is the door for something so much more. There is so much potential behind your fear. So from your experience, what do you use, for example, to overcome your fear? If you have any fear, of course. If I have any fear. Yes, I have many fears. You know, most fearless people have the most fear that I know. That <laughs> they've just figured out how to feel it and move through it, right? Mm. And so, oh my goodness, so many tools, right? But if, if you have awareness, then you get a choice to take action in, in any particular way you choose. So if I know I'm feeling that feeling, Mm-hmm. and I can observe it a little bit, then I have the choice. And do I stay quiet and shrivel up and play small? Or do I feel the feeling and do the thing anyway? Do it afraid, speak out loud, write that book, write that post, you know? And so most, mostly now I choose that one, of course, right? Yeah, because um, mm-hmm. Yes, and it, you have to do it over and over again before it gets easier. So in the beginning, that feeling inside your body can feel paralyzing yeah. and mm-hmm. it stops you, it blocks you, yeah. you know? A lot of, so uh, yeah. awareness is the answer to that, the, that question sort of on a foundational level. It's the awareness. No, I do agree. But um, I think it's just the fact that sometimes people are not um, comfortable with their emotions because it's so paralyzing, you know? It's just yep. like sometimes they like to, to keep it in a kind of Pandora box yep. instead of really confronting your fear or being um, in an uncomfortable position. I think it's really the discomfort that they're trying to avoid at any cost. But when you think about it, this is a discomfort that gives you the possibility to overcome it. Incredible opportunity in the middle of your discomfort. And if you can know that and just face it and feel it and move through it, sometimes it looks like you're standing at a wall of fire there and you're looking at this thing and you're like, "Uh uh-uh, right? But the thing is, is if you would just jump through 
you look back and you realize the wall is a millimeter thick. You were able to do it, right? It feels so much better to be on the other side than it does standing there getting burned by the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true yeah. because so many times happened to me and I said, yeah, you get to get out of it, you know, just think about the next step. Just think yes. about the excitement beyond this fear, everything that you can do. And it really drives me to go over this gap and to overcome this fear. So I love what you do, yeah. I love what you're saying about fear because it's really a question of courage. Yes, I do believe exactly. it. Um, yeah. And, um, and yeah, there is a question of courage as well. And, and to know, I think, you, what for you, you know, it's a question, it's a question of courage. It's a question to um, be comfortable with this discomfort. But what else? What else can, we, <laughs> can you say? Um, I'm listening to you say that about courage and I'm thinking, okay, is it really courage? Is it really courage? Right. It, it, for me, the whole path has been a healing journey. So I know that when I can confront the feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, my, I have a a woman who helps me, uh, you know, about breath work and and she loves to say fear is just excitement without the breath. And I love that because we've attached meaning to the feeling. And if we realize that we put our own baggage on that feeling Mm. and we're the ones making that up, we can then reframe it and call it something different and calling it, calling it opportunity. Right. Mm. Um, So yes, it's courage, but it's, it's more a practice of awareness. I know I'm repeating myself about the awareness. No, it's fine. I find it quite interesting what you're saying. Good fight. Yeah. Yeah. The awareness is I think more important because we call the feelings, we label them. That's our problem. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Reframe it. Okay. Okay, no, I like it because I do remember one time I I started to reframe what I was doing, and I bring so much. It brings so much joy into it that for me it was just a piece of cake to do it. <laughs> so. uh-huh, yes. Well, isn't that the whole trick of this? So I love to talk about having fun with your fear. Like what? Uh, I, I love that. Well, like how do we do that? Right. That's going to be the next book. It's already written. It's oh, really? Coming. Yes. Um, Because I think that, um, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, especially like if you're in the world and you're building a business and you're there to share your gifts, all of the fears you're having about that are purpose driven. You might as well have more fun with them and work through them than just be blocked and paralyzed about it. Right. Yes. (laughs) Right. It's opportunity more than anything else. It's opportunity, and that I can have fun with, right? I like opportunities. Everyone, li- everyone likes opportunities. <laughs> Most of the time, it's just a way to go to the next level, or to have a next client, the next. Yeah, everyone loves opportunities. So it's true that, yeah. So you reframe basically the, your fear into opportunities. Hmm. Yes, and right now, you know, um, of course, when we podcast together. I'm not sure like what time this will air, but you and I are talking right now in a time of severe uncertainty for people. And the fear has shifted. It's it's a different feel. It's um, compounded. But I still will tell people that if they look at the opportunity that they're being given right now to slow down inside of the feeling, they still have an opportunity for the healing. 
And so that's that you could reframe any moment, any tragedy, you could reframe anything that you want. So it's your choice of how you want to look at it. I love that because I do believe that this is an opportunity for us right now yeah. to really, really slow down and reflect on what is our life and what we want to achieve, what we want to get out of our life. Yeah. And I, 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 don't minim, I don't minimize at all the suffering and everything, but right. I do believe that there is goodness in everything. And I really love your message saying to people, you have an opportunity of heal, healing right now yeah. and really to do something different, to do something that you want for ages. So exactly. I can see all the books yeah, just behind you, like just next to you. <laughs> uh, yes. Can you tell us more about it? Well, the exciting one of the day is the um, recent project and the ultimate guide to self-healing techniques was, you know, I woke up on March 20th and I had an idea and I had had the idea of gathering my friends and doing a co-author project for many years, maybe like three or four. I had been in some projects myself and I thought, oh, you know, you should do this one day. But March 20th, I woke up in a much, much bigger thing was telling me you need to go do this and you need to do it now so I ran to my computer and I typed a little note to my um, my women who are in a group that I run on Facebook and I said ladies you are all amazing healers who wants to do this with me I I think that the world needs a book about self-healing so that they can feel empowered right now when they're sitting at home with you know they lost their healers that they would um, have as their guides. They can't go in person anymore. And we need tools, you know, who wants to write with me? Mm. And in 48 hours, I had all 24 yeses. And then five weeks later, this was born. Wow. So I know. And so ever since the morning I woke up with that, I thought, okay, really, this is about aligning with that feeling, that good feeling inside of you. And then the rest is just following directions from above. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow no i love it you got a kind of inspiration you take action from it you call people they responded quickly and yes. bam, five weeks so it's a beautiful book it's um 25 different kinds of healers and experts and they're all teaching a tool for the reader to practice and really it spans mind, body and soul in the book. So you get a little bit of a taste of all kinds of things. I'm very proud of the authors, many of whom were first time authors wow. in, the, in this project. So it's, um, thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah, no, it's amazing. I, I love it. It's just like um, when I had this idea to help women to boost their uh, mindset and well-being and I got the idea, I contacted everyone and this is in, yeah, this is in place. <laughs> but I love it. It's, I need to take a look at this one because I would be more than happy to have some self-healing technique at home. Of course, yes. We're, always, um, we're already working on volume two because what I realized one of the biggest goals was for this message was that to, you know, there's probably as many ways to heal as there are people in the world. Mm -hmm. And I never kind of bought into the idea of um, a guru or a teacher saying, my way is the only way. Mm -hmm. And I, I've learned, you know, I've been doing physical therapy for 30 years. I've taken a lot of continuing education. And what I really know is that 
everybody might need something in a little different way. So, so right. So we're going to do a second volume and we're going to share 25 more ways Wow! because we could go with that, you know, for a while. And so if you're one of the people and you're listening and you're thinking, Oh my gosh, I think I've tried everything and nothing is working. Well, my question today is what if there's something you haven't learned yet that could change everything? And I like that mindset Me too. because it leaves you open to possibility. Right. So that's yes. the, one of the goals of that, of this book. Mm, yes. What is in it for me? Okay. Yeah. Do you have anything else for us? <laughs> Just asking um, because I know you have a lot of projects, you're a busy woman. I and- do. I'm going to be doing some book writing workshops, some free workshops. I'm going to be doing some write- book writing programs. I'm always up to something. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a poet and I love spoken word poetry oh. um, and so many things, right? And I, I would love to connect with anybody who wants to start thinking about sharing their words out loud definitely and do you have a poem for us oh my goodness do i have a poem for you oh i wrote one this morning would you like to hear it yes yes okay go ahead so very often just give me a moment no problem very often poems come when i walk and lately with my, you know, we're all sort of locked down in the house and the, just walking is really one of the treats right now, just walking in the neighborhood and connecting with nature, getting some fresh air, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is a, a poem that came, it doesn't have to do with that necessarily. The poems come and the themes are all over the place. And this one is about love. Oh. So it's called Once Upon a Time. And uh, forgive me for looking down. I'm going to read on the the paper. Okay. (laughs) You get it. Once I knew a guy who was too shy to ask. So we kissed in my mind. I've dated guys who loved me once. And I guess once was enough for both of us. I dated a guy who loved me. I think he could say it at least. We were married once upon a time. I dated a guy who loved me, I think. He showed it and couldn't say it. Turns out I need to hear it as much as I need to feel it. I don't think I've ever dated a guy who's loved me in all the ways I crave at once. And why am I surprised? Here I am in midlife, peak of my prime, And I'm still learning to love myself like that in all the ways. So maybe for once, I'll turn some big, loud, crazy, hippie love over to myself. And my true once upon a time will start. Once upon a time, there was a goddess who learned to love herself so fiercely, she was no longer concerned with how the others did it and skipped down the path in her merry way, leaving them to wonder. 
is beautiful. <laughs> That's the poem. So, you know, I often write about love and self-love and mm-hmm. um, he- healing and awareness and all of those kinds of topics. And I like how the words move through me in, uh, in the in Yes, the it's natural. You're very talented, <laughs> you know. I love this, um, this topic of self-love. Do you have something for us in terms of self? Because I know people are struggling sometimes uh, to love themselves. They're aware about it. They know about it intellectually speaking but from a feeling perspective you know coming really from the heart have you got any practice you can give to us to start to love ourselves well i mean isn't that the practice of being alive really that is the only practice uh being alive and being on the earth means we are here to figure that out for ourselves because when we do we experience love expanded in a way we never knew we could experience. And I think people realize that. They understand the importance and they're not so great at the practice. Mm -hmm. They feel things they don't want to feel. And so we were talking about this earlier, that can block you up very quickly because it's painful. Mm -hmm. It feels like, survival kinds of fear and pain and so we shut it down because we don't I mean who wants to feel that right Mm. Um, but part of the journey I believe is honoring that feeling and not getting stuck in it and then being the observer who understands that it's your choice to point yourself in another direction that feels better So self-love, while it sounds really beautiful and wonderful, sometimes it's extremely painful and it keeps people from really going there and fully practicing and Mm -hmm. mastering. But isn't it almost the only journey worth taking on? Yeah, (laughs) it's just like, you know, I do believe that your life really starts to change when you start to love yourself unconditionally. Right, I agree. Um, I, I, I experience it every day, and uh, you feel liber- you feel liberated. You feel yourself with no need of um, any external validation or approval. You feel good in your skin. You know, you feel good inside and out. And yes, I do believe, like you, self love is. Yeah, it's very beautiful to hear. We love that. Uh, we connect with that. But to do it in practice, yeah, it can be really painful. And sometimes, you know, we talk to ourselves in certain ways that we would never talk to our own children, to our best friend. We would never speak yeah. the way that we yeah. speak to ourselves. And I think that awareness alone would be a game changer. If we realize we're doing that to ourselves. And so, you know, what if you just stop that? (laughs) Sounds so easy, right? And replace it with something much, much better. I often think of my kids because that's very easy. So how would I speak to my daughter? Well, wouldn't you want that for yourself? Of course you would, right? You may not, may have not had parents who did that for you so it's time to do it for yourself yeah so it's a big topic right it's uh very loaded and i i just bring i want to bring people back to the feeling of it because sometimes analyzing it is 
complicated. I do believe that in our society right now, we spend too much time in, with the intellectual brain. Yeah. I, do, I do agree we are functional adults and we need it. But the problem is this part of the brain really took power over us that we really forget to, to connect with our intuition. And this is where is all the feelings, the creativity, the genius zone that help us to feel balanced in our life and, and in our businesses. That's why healing, for me, it's such um, a kind of bridge between both of them to really rebalance yourself as a human being. And, and that's why I, I spend more time now to, to heal. To, to look for ways to look after myself. And I think it's something we, we need to make as a priority in our society. The healing process is a must have right now. Yes, I fully agree. You said something really important about intuition and what people um, you know, are getting better at is realizing that intuition is a body language and you have to sort of, you know, we all have the language and we learn the language, except for mm. very early on, many of us are taught out of it. We're conditioned right out yeah. of that connection to that language, right? It's okay. the language of your soul. Yeah. It's the language of an inner wisdom and a higher power, both. And so it's an extremely powerful thing to talk about. And it's the same thing. I'm going to bring you back to your body to hear it. And we're used to thinking about it, but really it's a feeling language, right? Um, and it's so, so, so powerful to connect with that feeling language and get the clarity that you crave from yourself and nobody else. <laughs> it's good. I love that because I really learned about it more recently to connect more with my body. Because maybe because I'm a mindset mentor, I'm a lot in my brain. I'm a lot here. Yes. But connecting with your body is so, so important. And, if you, and you make me feel so good. You know, you just put some music or you just start to dance or to do some boxing, just to relax, you know, and you really connect with, for me, I call it my inner guide. My intuition yep. is my inner guide. I listen to my guts and I know that this is the way to, to do it. So, That's yeah. I was so glad we discussed about it because it's such a big topic, a big subject. It is important. You mentioned several ways for people to connect very quickly, that dancing, music, singing, deep breathing will do it. Um, any way that you can bring yourself grounded and centered down into your body a little bit more. And, how, you know, we're all up here all day long. Oh, mm. thinking, thinking. Our shoulders mm. come up too, you know? Yeah, and exactly. So, yes. So that's the first step is just noticing that and then coming down and breathing a little bit. Breath work is probably the fastest tool for body awareness. This is what I heard, um, yeah. 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 Um, so, and especially now, especially now in these challenging times, you know, oh, yeah. we have this opportunity to slow down. So we have the opportunity to connect more with our body intuition and feelings. Definitely. And of course, breath sounds funny to say it, but breath is life. <laughs> so the yeah. more you connect with the breath, the more alive you will feel in all the ways we've been talking about. I love that. <laughs> 
Okay, so we're really close. So I just wanted to have, I just wanted to ask you, do you have anything that you want to share with us before um, to leave us, my dear? And that you uh, that you really have a passion for it, or is really something that is there to you that you want for our audience to know today? Well, um, so I'll I'll tell you a quick story. Yes. And somebody reached out to me about four years ago, a stranger on Facebook, believe it or not. Okay. And she messaged and she said. I read a blog that you wrote and I, I loved it. Thank you. And I've been struggling. I was wondering if you could send me some more links to read. And this was a stranger to me. And I thought, of course. And so I went away and I dropped some links for her. I had written a lot. And so I knew I had blogs about self-care and I went away to find them and I put them in there. And then I took it a step further and I dedicated a blog to her anonymously. And I asked my audience to step up in the comments. And I knew I had other, uh, she was a mother of five is what I learned. And she had been struggling with depression. So I knew my audience was full of moms mm -hmm. and healers and women who had experienced depression. And so I invited them to the comments and I said, can you just help her out a little? And they did. They, they dropped oh. comments of love and support and advice, right? And so my friend, my new friend, I think felt hope and connection that she had been craving. And she went on to writing her own words to share out loud about her struggle about being a mom and struggling with depression. And what I didn't know while all of that was going on was that she had actually been planning the suicide note she'd write to her husband and five children. And so what I want to leave readers and um, listeners and entrepreneurs with today your message matters if this is the only thing I did with my life write those words for her it will have been enough that one thing that one person you don't always know the people who are paying attention to your message but they are there I am very lucky that this person reached out to me and that I can tell you this story but I want to give people encouragement today. This isn't about you anymore. It's about the person's life you can change. So get over the fear and share your stories out loud and you will be changing the world as you do so. So that's the one thing that gets me the most fired up about all of this. <laughs> oh my God, I love it because it's true. It's not about us, it's about them. Yep. And uh, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my, my friend's name is Shirley and she knows that I talk about her and we are friends and we've met a few times in person since that. Oh, happened. it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's amazing. So I want to encourage people because not everybody reaches out. So you don't always know people are reading your stuff. You don't always know, you know, but, um, uh, they will, they will tell you, mm, they will see let you, you know. Mm. <laughs> Thank you so much, Laura, uh, to have been here with us. I love what you share with us. Um, your book is here, I can see it right now, and I will put the link uh, in order for our audience to have access to it if they want to, if they want to buy it. But I yes. do find it really good, self-healing technique. I'm going to take a look, definitely. <laughs> yes, but you guys will enjoy. It's a very oh good. Oh, my God. 25 ways. Thank I you. I will need it more. <laughs> 
But yes, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to have you here. And I wish you all the best, you know. And thank you thank so you. much. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome conversation. Thank you. Bye. Bye.